Today's episode of the First Time Bible Teacher Podcast on the Good Lion Podcast Network is brought to you by Risen Roasters. We're sponsored. I'm a real boy. Risen Roasters is a New Jersey-based coffee company. What started out as an at-home roasting company has turned into a part-time coffee supplying endeavor, but mostly a part-time missionary experience. Risen Roasters uses single-origin, fair-trade organic beans to give you great coffee. And all their coffee comes from a farm in Peru that serves as a female co-op, employing and empowering Peruvian women to help them rise above their circumstances. Beyond this, Risen Roasters is also looking to come alongside a missionary group called Cross to Light Ministries. Cross to Light is a missionary group in Haiti that trains pastors and assists in relief work and humanitarian work throughout the nation of Haiti. All Risen Roasters proceeds will support Cross to Light by helping send mission teams down to Haiti to assist them in all they're doing, as well as sponsoring pastors who are currently serving in Haiti. For more information, you can follow at Risen Roasters on Instagram. To order, just go to risenroasters.com. Their website is super simple and makes ordering great coffee really easy. Make sure you check out risenroasters.com. For now, here's Comtrues. Welcome to another episode of First Time Bible Teacher, a podcast designed to help you learn to teach the Bible, starting with the very basics. Today's episode focuses on teaching being a task and not an identity. We're prone to take the good things God gives us and turn them into the primary way we see ourselves. God never intended for Bible teachers to view themselves first as teachers. We were always meant to view ourselves first as children of God. This episode dives into some of the problems that can come along with this bad identity and gives some practical tips for shaping the kind of identity God wants his children to have. Let's dive in. Identity is such a tricky thing today. So many people are trying to shape and craft and make their identity exactly the way that they want it to be, rather than accepting who they truly are. We're in a world of people who are trying to brand themselves in particular ways, promote themselves with this certain kind of identity, gain acceptance by being a certain kind of thing. And because of that, we're losing who we're truly made to be. Identity is a really tricky thing in the church, especially because the air we breathe is earn your place. It's what are you doing for me? What are you worth in terms of product? You know, we think about sports figures and the way that they're all earning their spot on the roster. And those who are really great are trying to live up to the legends that came before them. They're trying to earn an identity of champion or hall of famer or whatever. We think about in jobs, people are trying to earn their position, work their way into being this certain kind of person. And think about it. When you meet someone, you ask them first, what do they do? And they don't identify, I do this thing. They say, I am this thing. People say, I am in finance. I am a carpenter. I am a pastor. And it is very easy to begin answering, I am a Bible teacher. And to think that the primary source of your identity is this thing that you're called to do. Instead of saying, I am whatever and I teach the Bible, 
or saying, what do you do? Oh, I teach the Bible. That is the task I do. It is very easy to begin taking spiritual things and turning them into I am that thing. It is very easy to identify that way. The problem with it is it goes against everything God says about how our identity should be shaped. It goes against everything that God teaches us in his word. We are not just meant to be his servants who do things for him and identify as the things we do. We are meant to be his children, and we're meant to identify with him in this very different way. Now, maybe you're thinking, but if what I'm doing is for the Lord, why don't I put everything into it? Why shouldn't I give my whole self over to the service of the Lord? I'm not talking about giving your whole self over. We should be fully committed to the work that God has put in front of us. But so much of Christianity is about identity reshaping. So much of what it means to follow Jesus is letting him change who we are from the inside out. Part of that is how we see ourselves. I think about in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, there are these moments where Paul outlines these different sins that people used to identify as. He says, some of you were angry. Some of you were drunkards. Some of you were all these different things. And he says, but you're not those things anymore. You are now a new creation. You are now welcomed by the grace and love of God. He gives them a different identity. That's why this is such a dangerous thing. If teaching becomes an identity for us, we miss out on the real identity that God has for us. God calls us to rest in him, not to earn him. I think about so many different people have been talking about in different books and articles and messages, the command of Sabbath, the way that God has called his people to rest in him. Part of resting is recognizing that it's okay if you're not doing the work. It's okay if you're not earning at any given moment. God is the one that takes all of our work and makes it what it will be. He's the one that makes sure our work is enough. It's not just on us to keep going, to keep doing, to keep earning, thinking that will finally make God happy. And when our identities are fully found in, I am a Bible teacher, here's the really scary thing about it. It will turn church from the place where you grow to the place exclusively where you give. The problem is there needs to be balance there. It's not that we should only go to church saying, how will I grow? That has led to consumerism and Christianity, and that is super dangerous. But on the other end of things, there are people that exclusively go to church thinking, this is where I give, and it is no longer where God tries to shape me spiritually. That's a really dangerous place to get to. It removes one of the main things God wants to use to shape you into the person he wants you to become. It's so dangerous when we let that kind of identity slip in. Well, what are some of the ways that this identity works itself out in danger? What are some of the things that go wrong when teaching the Bible is your identity? Well, the first thing that goes wrong is you wind up doing what I call riding the wave. So riding the wave is when you finish a good teaching, you feel like you and God are great. 
You and God are super tight. He must be blessing you and working in you in all these different ways. Like, of course you and God are fine. You taught that great message. You did such a good job. It's easy for me after I teach a good message to actually think, yeah, we got a good thing going on, me and you, God. We really got something good happening here, don't we? And you start thinking your value before God comes from the fact that you taught that good message. And it becomes easy to overlook all the other wrong things in your life. You could still be angry. You could still be greedy. You could still be selfish. You taught that good message. You and God must be okay. That's dangerous. It takes away from how we're really supposed to relate with God and bases everything around this one action. There's no one action that should be the basis of your relationship with God. If there's any one action that should be the basis of it, it's the death and resurrection of Jesus. That's it. And the flip side of that, you know, that's fun when the message is great. When you get off stage and you feel like you blew it, you messed up that message. It was not what it was supposed to be. It didn't work out the way that you had hoped. After a bad teaching, you almost feel like God doesn't even want to talk with you anymore. Like he's just done. He'll find other teachers. He'll find other people. He doesn't need you anymore. And that's good. He's moved on. That's a dangerous place to get to. When you allow bad teachings to think God doesn't love you anymore, you lose all your motivation. You stop doing the things that you're supposed to do. That's one of the great dangers. If you're riding that wave, it's a clear indicator that you have let teaching become your identity. Now, when you teach great things, you should be encouraged. And when you teach poorly, it's natural to be a little bit bummed out, but it's devastating when you've placed your identity in Bible teaching and you mess one up and you feel like it's over for you and the Lord. That's not what he has for us. That's putting too much stock in yourself as a Bible teacher. Another danger that'll come out if you're making Bible teaching your identity you're going to put aside shepherding ministry exclusively for teaching prep. You're going to make sure that you are clearing your schedule of everything except getting ready to teach the Bible. And that undoes a lot of what we need to be doing as Bible teachers. If we're not with the people, it's going to be hard to teach the people. If we're not learning what people are going through and working through their issues with them, we won't know what to talk about in our messages. We won't know how to apply scripture into their life situation because we just won't know what their life situations are. That's a dangerous place to get to. And last, if teaching is our identity, we're going to refuse to put ourselves out there. Or at at the very least, we're going to refuse to put ourselves out there in a negative light. You're going to be willing to tell the stories where you're great, where you're the hero, where you're the one who learns what faithfulness is really all about, but you are never going to put yourself out there in a light where you're the one that needed to learn the lesson, where you're the one that was wrong, where you're the one that needed more of God. You're going to just make yourself this caricature of what a Christian should be instead of being a real person. And we're called to be examples. We're called in teaching not just to say the right things, but to show the right things. And when we make teaching our identity, we're going to be so afraid of being anything else. We're going to be so afraid of people not seeing us in that incredible light that we're going to wind up backing away from them entirely and not being real people, but just being these talking heads. So now with this problem in mind, what do we do? to make sure teaching is just a task? How do we put teaching in its proper place? How do we back it up into the corner 
that it should have been in all along? Well, one of the first things you can do is this. Make clear distinctions between teaching things and teaching time and teaching prep and non-teaching things. This is something we're going to talk about in the next episode a lot, the difference between corporate and personal study. But make sure those distinctions are clear. Make sure you are giving yourself time where you are the student, where you are the learner, where you're not just reading the Bible for the sake of teaching other people. Make clear distinctions between teaching things and non-teaching things. And part of that includes don't just make sure you're going to church when you're teaching or make sure that you're sitting in a service or listening to somebody teach the word on days where you're showing up and you're teaching or things like that. Make sure you're hearing God's word consistently. Make sure that you aren't just focused on, well, church will be about making sure I am ready to teach. Church is also about making sure that you're listening, that you're hearing, that you are also a student of the things of God. That'd be the first thing I'd say. Make those clear distinctions between teaching things and non-teaching things. Second thing I would say is coat yourself in prayer. It is very difficult to pray arrogantly. It is very difficult to come to God in prayer and still see yourself as the hero. In so many cases, prayer is like when we're calling out to the lifeguard. We're looking for someone to come out of nowhere and help us and free us from the danger that we're in. When teaching is becoming your identity, you will focus more of your work on it and less of your prayer on it. You'll stop praying through the meaning of a passage because you'll be less interested in sharing the truth of God's word. You'll be more interested in sharing yourself in a good light. When you are coding yourself in prayer, constantly lifting up your teaching ministry, your personal walk, all of those different things, it's going to be much easier to remain humble and to slowly, deliberately, and quietly seek the Lord in the task of teaching and in all the other tasks he puts in front of you. Last thing I would say is this. Make sure you have people in your life who are not impressed with you who don't look at your teaching and say, wow, look at that holy person. Look how lifted up they are. Look how great they are at all these different things. Make sure you have people that see the real you, that see the non-teaching you. One of the things I love about my wife is she is able to see me as so much more than just a Bible teacher. She sees me as a person. She sees the real me. And there have been times where she's been able to point out, hey, when, when you were up there teaching, that wasn't really you. Like, you were putting on that character. She's been able to kind of show me those different things. She's not impressed with me as a teacher in the sense of she's always awed and wowed that she gets to be around me. She knows the real me. She knows how messed up of a person I am. She knows my flaws and my weaknesses. And because she knows who I really am, She's able to show me when I'm letting teaching take over more of my life than it should. So let's say you're in the spot now where you're listening to this and you're saying, oh my goodness, teaching has taken up way too much of my brain space. Teaching is way too important in my identity. What do I do? Let me give you three things. First thing, pause to remind yourself what's really true. It is easy to get wrapped up in teaching. It is easy to get wrapped up in this kind of identity. You need to remind yourself that God would love you no less if you stopped teaching the Bible immediately. 
If that's the call that God has for you, you should run in it. But it is not the reason God loves you. It is not the reason God cares about you. He loves you because he is gracious and he is good. And that's that. And your teaching is this wonderful task that you get to do because God loves you. But keep reminding yourself, you are loved despite your teaching. You are not loved by God because of your teaching. Keep reminding yourself of that truth. The second thing, maintain a healthy student relationship with the Bible. You are a Bible student, and you want to keep being a Bible student. The best teachers, I find, are the ones who are sharing things that they're excited they just found. They've been reading the scriptures, they've been poring over them as students, and they have found these things that they are so excited about that they can't help but share them. When teaching becomes your identity, it's easy to just become a teaching character and to stop focusing on being that student. Keep that healthy student relationship with scripture. It is good for you. It is helpful for you as a person. And ironically, it's also helpful for you as a teacher. Last thing I would say, take time to absorb a message before you teach it. Just because you've studied something to teach it to others doesn't mean God doesn't want to speak something to your heart through it. So that's why I like to try to prep messages beforehand. I like to be ahead on message prep because it gives me time to let the message soak its way into my heart. I need to remember, and all Bible teachers need to remember, God wants to speak to us too. And sometimes he wants to speak to us through the things we're called to teach to others. When teaching is a task, you're going to do that task well enough ahead of time so that you're ready to let that word, that thing you're going to teach, shape your identity. Ultimately, identity is incredibly complex. It's a hard thing for us to keep walking in that identity of child of God saved by grace. But when we do, we find exactly what we're meant for. You can't handle the pressure of Bible teaching being your identity. There will be times where you teach poorly. There will be times where you think you didn't do enough. There will be times where you feel like you shouldn't be doing this at all. And it's in those times particularly that you're going to need to remind yourself what your real identity is. Your real identity is that you're a child of God and he loves you like crazy. And teaching is this wonderful task he gives you the opportunity to do. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the First Time Bible Teacher Podcast, brought to you by the Good Lion Podcast Network. We are officially live at goodlion.io, so head over there for tons of more podcasting content, as well as articles written by people a part of the network. There is tons of great material there. Huge shout out to Aaron Salvato, Lindsay Kennedy, and everybody else who's helped get the Good Lion Podcast Network going. If you like this podcast specifically, Make sure to subscribe and tell your friends. Let people know that you're liking the content you're hearing here. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and you can follow us on Instagram at First Time Bible Teacher to make sure you stay up to date, not only with this podcast, but with all the different things going on within the Good Lion Podcast Network. God bless you in your teaching. We'll see you next time.